On this week's episode, we blast off to a land that embraces the innovations of the future. Within Tomorrowland, we experience a clean and retro design with exciting kinetic energy and movement. From the classic people mover to the new Tron light cycle coaster, we will explore all of the amazing technology in both attractions and land design. We will also explore every delicious food option along the way. Stay tuned for all of this and more on this week's episode of Body by Beignets, where Disney does a body good. Welcome back to another episode of Body by Beignets. I'm your host, Sheena. And I'm Shelby. And this week, we're going to talk about an incredible land that has changed so much over the years, and that would be Tomorrowland. Um, Yeah, I think it's tough, though, to keep a vision of the future, considering, you know, time is always elapsing and the future becomes the present, which becomes the past. So I feel like the concept of keeping a land totally in the future just seems really hard. Well, and I mean, technically tomorrow never comes, you know, if you think about it, because then it's, it's today. True. That's very game Shelby. Getting really deep, (laughs) but I'm, things are constantly changing. Like you said, and I feel like, I wonder if they really thought that far ahead when they created the land, you know, because originally it was supposed to be what, like what, I think they said 80, like the 80s was supposed to look like. Yeah. Like 86. Well, and then it was like what it was going to look like in 2020 or something silly. Like, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think that Walt just really wanted a place to showcase different technologies that were advancing. Like he was super into all the different technological advances and like transportation, especially because he was so fond of the railroad and then the monorail and having the submarines and, and, you know, autotopia, like just all the movement and things like that. Right. Um, But like, when you think about it, like autopia, like those cars are so, so old, Mm -hmm. they smell awful with the gas and it's like, (laughs) You know, I just, I, I feel like Tomorrowland needs to, they need to figure it out. It seems like a land that's always in limbo. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I do agree. I feel like it's one of those lands that could use the most love mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's so hard because it's like, they can think of, okay, well, what's it going to be like in 50 years from now and completely retheme it. Mm-hmm. And then what if, you know, those advancements happen before 50 years? And then it's like, well, it's not really Tomorrowland anymore because it's the present. Yeah. But then you get to 50 years and those things aren't there. So I don't know. I Yeah, it'd be challenging for sure. Yeah. Well, I kind of like, I like the concept of having almost like a, a science fiction future. You know what I mean? To where it's like what we all picture even as kids, you know, like as what futuristic is going to be, but like a science mm-hmm. fiction type of thing, like something that will never actually happen, you know? Right. Um, and I feel like they have a lot of that in the, I don't know if it's called Discovery Land. It's in Disneyland Paris, but it's definitely mm. more of that like science fiction feel where I feel like Disneyland was originally supposed to be like 
scientific future type of a thing. So I feel like if we kind of shift into more of like that science fiction and kind of have that really cool um, retro modern look to it, I think it'll just be so much better instead of just trying to like top yourself every few years. Right. I almost think of, was it Meet the Robinsons? Oh, yeah. Where they have like all the futuristic, like that's almost what I think of. Yeah. Because it's like, if you look at like the Astro Orbiter, it's like, like you said, the modern, like the faded colors and like the chunky metal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I do. Yeah. I think that that would be a good route, I guess. Um, but to go through some of the history of Disneyland. So again, just like all the others we've talked about, it was one of the five opening lands in 1955. Um, and it was supposed to be what specifically 1986 would look like. So that's what they that's themed so it off funny. of is their idea of what 86 would look like. When I was and then two, I guess you I said was they, two in 86 and mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely didn't have flying cars or anything. Nope. Um, what I do love though, is their landscaping mm-hmm. is so many of them are um, fruits and vegetables. So they have like cabbage, strawberries, um, they have orange trees, parsley. So they have, I think it's more so like the sustainable part of the future, you know, because they're <laughs> like growing things that can actually be used and, so I always thought it was fun. And if you're like waiting in line for um, the Astro Orbiter, not Astro Orbiters, um, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. And you like go around and it's like the labeled plants and some that look so different and some that look, there's some of them that look like general plants. Yeah. And I'm like, did they just put Can a I different name on it? Yeah. <laughs> Can I eat it? I always wonder because they said all the plants in Tomorrowland are supposed to be edible. And I've thought mm-hmm. about it like in line, like if I just pluck a little, pluck a leaf. Can I eat it? You might want to confirm that 100% first. <laughs> yeah. I could just see like, they probably have cameras all over the place. Yeah. Come swoop in on me because I'm eating the plants in line. Or if they're not really all edible and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's that too. <laughs> but I would think if they were actually not edible, that they would block them off from the children a little bit more. Yeah. They are really easy to access. Yeah, not they that, are. Not that I've tried, but... <laughs> You've clearly thought about it. <laughs> oh, I've thought about it many times. Um, and then, so we talked about it before, but you can still see the people mover tracks seen throughout R. Tomorrowland. RIP people mover. I know. We're still holding on hope that maybe one day they'll bring it back. They really should. Just like, I don't know. Didn't they take it away because of safety reasons? That's um. what I heard. I mean, well, people were being stupid and like jumping wow. out of the cars and like I think mm-hmm. a few people got run over, but it was their own fault. Oh. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it wasn't Disney's fault. It was their fault. They were just they so casual. jumped out of a moving vehicle. They jumped like, out and they got ran over, but you know what? <laughs> shame on them. I mean, really, shame on them. They say it in multiple languages to stay in your seat and keep it's your true. hands and legs in the vehicle. So yeah. I mean that that's true. You know, I mean, can you really blame Disney? <laughs> no, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> Disney but does no wrong. I would love to see it come back. Mm-hmm. Like we said, the tracks are there going like in and out of, you know, the rides. I don't know. It should be so much fun. Definitely. I would love to see it. Yeah. Because ever since I've been going to Disneyland, it's it's been shut down. Well, it shut down in 99. So you were what, five? Yeah. So Which I think we went to it- Disney World when I was five. Yeah, which they they have the people mover there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, yeah, a little bit of nostalgia. It's just not the same. No, 
Um, let's see. So we have other attractions. Of course, we have the Astro Orbiter. It was previously called the Rocket Jets, and it was renovated in 1998 to become the Astro Orbiter. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's located at ground level at the entrance now is because it was too heavy after the renovation. Yikes. So they Imagine, had to. like, you're up there flying before they realize it's too heavy. Start sinking. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Like my worst yes. nightmare falling out of a ride. Right. Well, in the loading area, they used to have to go up in an elevator to get to the loading area of the Astro Orbiter. Mm-hmm. So now Which, it's, you know. Yeah, you have to do that at Magic Kingdom. You have to take oh, that still? elevator up. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I don't ride the Astro Orbiter. So maybe that's why I don't know. No, yeah, I don't either. I mean, I heard it's like, it's a pretty short ride. It's kind of a long line for what you get. But if you want like a really cool bird's eye view of Tomorrowland, they recommend doing it. I just, I'm fine not doing that. I say it almost, it reminds me of like the Dumbo of Tomorrowland. Yeah. You know, like it's there, it's fun for littler ones, but I'm like, "Mm, I'm good. Yeah, I like it just for how it looks, how it makes land look and you see them flying around and I like that and and especially at Disneyland where they have that really cool centerpiece uh-huh. I don't know what it's called but it just looks so amazing and I think it's a great like view to have right when you're entering the land so yeah I agree yeah. so yes that's why it's at ground level they had to like sink in the ground a little bit mm-hmm. and put it down in there because it was too heavy hmm. um then we have Autopia which is the only opening day attraction that is still up and running Smells so, like it. Yeah. Smells it's, like it's been around for 55 years. It's no, a rough 65, ride. 65, 65 for sure. years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't remember the last time I've been on Autopia, to be honest. Um, I I went on when my kids were little, you know, when you like let them think they're driving. Yeah. And you just like ram back and forth into the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, which I love. Yeah, I'm because you're so good. You're good at it. I never want to ride in the car with you because I'm like, you know how they have like Space Ranger, like whatever, Buzz Lightyear level and like Space Cadet. You suck. I'm always in the Space Cadet. Like, dang it. <laughs> I do. And I, I get feel, very competitive. I feel like I'm aiming. I feel like I'm looking and it's hitting it. I just don't understand how it's not working. So yeah, I don't know. It is hard to feel like when you're shooting in the aim because it like you, it like buzzes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so you have to like keep it right at where you felt the buzz. I just think I always get a faulty gun. It's not my fault. It's the gun's mm. fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sure. We'll go with that. Um, but yes, I do love Astro Blasters and I'll have to post a picture. There's a picture of when we, um, I went with Mikey mm-hmm. and you should see the look on our faces doing the Astro Blasters. We are so focused. And you know those pictures that they take are like super crappy quality. They really are. They're not not great quality. I don't even know where where it even takes your picture. No. But nobody's no idea. looking. But I'll have to post that picture on our Instagram because it's actually a really funny picture. I think my tongue's out because I'm focusing. <laughs> um, so we also have the submarine voyage, which Sheena and I have talked about our our qualms with several mm-hmm. times. <laughs> Yep. Not our favorite. Nope. Get rid of it. But anyways, uh, we have Jedi Training Academy where they take the little ones and they train them like young Padawans. And they're so cute when they line them up and they walk them through and they say mm-hmm. Padawans coming through or, you know, young Jedis in training and they take yeah. them up. But they're so cute. They are um, so cute. So if, if you I ever- was a kid, though, man, I, it's not always Darth Vader, though. Like they have got Darth Maul. When he mm-hmm. would come out, I, it still scares the crap out of me. Like, 
<laughs> that is the scariest looking costume I've ever seen. And if I was a kid, I'd be like, nope, not today. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. As a kid, I think that would freak me out a little bit. But I, I do think if you ever see them when you're there, just like take a few minutes to watch them because I think it's so cute. They are cute. And their little outfits. Um, and then we have Space Mountain. Woo. That opened in 1977. Um, I love Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's a fan favorite. We have Star Tours, um, which is not my favorite. I'm not a huge motion ride person. No, like the ride itself, I'm not a huge fan of, but I love the theming. Like in the queue is Mm -hmm. my favorite where you have C-3PO, R2-D2, you know, like. Which are actual movie props. Which is really cool. Which I I think is awesome. But no, I also love Rex, how now that he's not flying the ship, he's out in like the queue area scanning luggage. Mm-hmm. Like talking about what he's seeing in the luggage and stuff. And yeah. I just think they do a really good job of theming that queue. So they do. And next time you're on Star Tours, listen out. So there's like announcer overhead mm-hmm. when you're going through the queue that calls for a Mr. Okay, Egroeg Sakal, which is George Lucas backwards. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So if you like listen and you hear them, that's what that's what the little Easter egg is. Oh, fun. Then we have Star Wars Launch Bay, which is where it's like the stage where they do um, the Jedi training and then they do different Star Wars shows and things throughout the day. And then we have the Disneyland Railroad Station that drops off and the monorail stop. So quite a few. I feel like, I don't know, I don't spend too much time in Tomorrowland because I feel like I love the Buzz Lightyear and I love Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. But I feel like those are the top two. And then I'm like, once I hit those, I'm like, okay, then I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I think that as a kid, Tomorrowland was always my favorite because Space Mountain always used to be my favorite ride. Like as a kid, uh-huh. I remember writing in my diary about riding on <laughs> Space Mountain <laughs> because I think it was the first like big roller coaster, you know, that I rode as a kid. And it was just mm-hmm. the theming. And I feel like the theming back then was better than it is now in the queue. Like the Disneyland Space Mountain queue is not super great and it's pretty no. sparse and doesn't have a lot of theming where I feel like back in the day when I was younger, I remember there were like clear glass panels in the queue to where you could see stars and you would see like the roller coaster go by or they would have like cool videos of people talking like they were on the space network or whatever, you know, like it had some cool theming that I feel like Disneyland is kind of missing. I still absolutely love, 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 love that ride, but yeah. Yeah, And a lot of the queue is outside, Mm -hmm. which during the summer is brutal. Yeah. It's rough because there's like hardly any covered areas. It's mostly outside. And then once you do get inside, it's like so close. And I feel like it's still pretty warm in there. Mm -hmm. I think they have maybe one or two stations where they still have a screen playing like, you know, oh, you're, you know, part of the star, you know, the whatever, like the exploring group or whatever. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like the theming is until you really get inside, you know, where you're walking down that ramp and you start to see, you you know, like that big screen and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, uh, the Tomorrowland um, and Magic Kingdom on the East Coast opened, obviously, with the park in 1971. And when it opened, it only had two attractions, uh, which was the Grand Prix Raceway and Skyway to Fantasyland, which is pretty lame for 
for you know an opening land and the skyway to fantasy land was really like you just hop on the skyway and then leave the land you know what i Mm -hmm. mean so it's not like you were enjoying tomorrowland itself right but um and then of course those those dang cars like how is that futuristic i don't understand why they're putting like a car raceway in a future or you know what i mean like to me it just doesn't make any sense but yeah that's what they open with um and then in 1974, they got the Star Jets, which is now the Astro Orbiter, and the People Mover was added back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 1976 uh, was when Space Mountain was added, and Space Mountain was one of the first attractions that was built first at Walt Disney World, and then came to Disneyland. Um, and when they built Space Mountain, they built it to mimic the Matterhorn so that it would have two tracks. It was the tubular mm-hmm. steel and it was the first indoor steel roller coaster in the world. So I, I feel wonder, like- I wonder why they decided to change it when they brought it to Disneyland and just do the single seat, so you know, and then do those single track instead of double. They didn't have space. So Got they it. said that they, they had didn't have more- space. Yeah, get it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like there was just a lot more area that they could utilize um, in Florida. And when they opened it at Disneyland, they just didn't have the same amount, like the same area. So they even had to take the actual mountain and sink all of um, like the base of the structure. They had to sink it down into the ground just so that it wouldn't be taller than Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, it. because it was such like a huge structure. So, um, yes, but, uh, the magic kingdom was mostly complete in 1975, but in 1994, they changed the theme to the future that never was. So it's like that steampunk, which we saw also at Disneyland where they started adding in like the gold and, um, well, it was more like that copper with the green, like, what's that called? Like patina or whatever. So it just looked really yeah. like steampunk. It was not good. Like I, <laughs> I, I didn't like that at all. I, you know, and they still had the French fry rocks at Disneyland, like from that steampunk era, which I think they ripped out during this whole COVID period. So I've heard, so we'll see when we actually go back. Did you say French fry rocks? That's what they call them. The French fry rocks. They're the, the gold, like pointy rocks that almost look like crystals or like, there's oh, like, you know yes. they, okay. okay. They call them the French fry rocks. <laughs> I was like, the, excuse me, am I missing a vital part of Disneyland? <laughs> yeah. So, oh gosh, do you, rem- oh, you probably don't remember because you were little, but when they repainted Space Mountain and it wasn't white, they painted it that coppery gold color. Do you remember this? No. Okay. I didn't think so. I was a teenager and we had gone because that was the era of like the rocket rods at Disneyland when they did Mm -hmm. that. And so I had taken a trip with um, our cousins and I was like 13 or 14. And I can vividly remember like Tomorrowland was the jam because rocket rods were new. They had rethemed the land with that whole weird steampunk thing with all the different colors. It was the time when I would wear like the super short shorts, but like the super high scrunchy socks look like mm-hmm. a soccer mm-hmm. player. Like, I don't know what that, what that yep. fashion statement was, but that it was a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Look. But, um, I don't know. Like I just, Tomorrowland just makes me feel nostalgic for when I was that age or as a kid and like hearing that the space music mm-hmm. like it sounds like shooting stars or whatever, like you're in space when you're there. It just, I love Tomorrowland. I don't know yeah. like what it is, but 
Um, <clears throat> so they actually added a new Tomorrowland entry sign at the Magic Kingdom in September of 2019. So it took away kind of that steampunk look and they're kind of moving more to that main, um, not mainstream, what was it? sleek, kind of like that modern, like the straight mm-hmm. lines and the white and moving back towards the like blues and whites and purples and stuff, like kind of what they started with, which I like so much better. I think that that looks really, really nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the current attractions at Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland are the Astro Orbiter, uh, Buzz Lightyear Spin, which is a little bit different than the Buzz Lightyear at Disneyland. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I still don't do good at that one either, but, um, they have the carousel of progress, which actually had started in Disneyland and they moved it over to Disney world. And I have never been on it, mm-hmm. but I feel like I have to, I feel like I have to go on it and see it just once to say I've done it, you know, yeah. like yeah, I I've, like we have to do it. Yeah. It's, we'll, it's we'll go. History. Yeah. We'll do it in April, but I can, yeah, I've never been on it. No. Um, they also have the Monsters Inc. Laugh, laugh Floor, which I thought was hilarious when Oh, I love the laugh floor. I thought it was so funny and the jokes are so cheesy, but like it's just so adorable. And I love how they interact with the audience. So that one's a fun one. Um, of course, Space Mountain, like we mentioned, they have the Tomorrowland Speedway and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, and soon to be the Tron Light Cycles, which have been under construction oh. now for a while and they were supposed to open, you know, with the October 1st, 50th anniversary celebration. But I think that they said construction with COVID and everything kind of got pushed out. So fingers crossed that it still opens in 2021, but I, I'm not sure. It may be 2022 before we see that, but it looks incredible. It does. It looks gorgeous. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. That's I'll have to watch Tron. Yeah. See, I did, I've never watched the old Tron. I've only watched the new one, you know, like the newer Tron. Okay. It was a while ago. So yeah, I would have to watch it, but I think that this, the Tron light cycles are based off of the newer one. I think. I don't Which know. Which is based off the old one. It is, but like so, it looks more like, like newer. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll have to watch that. <laughs> There's something else that we said we had to watch too. The the willows. Wind, yes. Wind in the willows. Yeah. Wind in the we willows. Need to, we still need to figure out Mr. Toad. Still, yeah. All right. Still concerned about him going to hell. But mm-hmm. okay. All right. So we are going to play a game called Love It, Change It, Burn It. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick one attraction for each category, one attraction that you absolutely love and tell me why you love it one attraction you'd like to change or update, and then one attraction you want to burn down and never see again. So you go first, Shelby. So love it. I feel like I have to be basic and say Space Mountain. I do feel like it could use a little bit updated with as like the screen imaging goes since they change it to hyperspace mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, like pictures of like, keeping those more clear because I feel like it's so hard to focus on those because it's going. But I think that's going to be my my number one. And I think, like you said, it's just just because it's I don't know. I mean, I think of a lot of rides when I think of Disneyland when I was little. Mm-hmm. But I think Space Mountain is just one of those that it's like Disney, you know. I, and I feel like it's it's every kid's like first roller coaster where they feel like they've mm-hmm. conquered something. You know what I mean? Right. 
So I, think I wonder if parents do that because it's like, oh, it's dark. They can't see it mm-hmm. before they go on it. Yeah. And you can't so see it from the on outside. It. You can't see what the track looks like. So they can't see how high they are versus like the Matterhorn. Like you can see where you're going in that. Right. So, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I tricked both of my kids into going on it. So, you know, you and go. then they, and then they loved it when they were done. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's Cole's favorite, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He changes daily, but yes, he does love Space Mountain. So, all right. So my love it is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover because I just go. love it. And I was so excited when I went back in 2019 and I wrote it with my oldest son, Cole, and he did not quite appreciate it. Like he liked it, but it wasn't like he didn't understand why I loved it mm-hmm. and going through the different, um, the different attractions and then how they have those cool little things like where you're going through a tunnel and they say like paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow, you know what I mean? Like, I just love it. I'm like, Oh, I love (laughs) this so much. (laughs) And then like getting to ride through like space mountain and you see everything, like, I don't know what it is about that attraction. I just absolutely love it. So yes, people will have to go on it because it's been forever since I've, yeah, I don't even know if I've been on it at Disney world. Oh my gosh. Yes. No, we have to go. And they've been up updating it. So they keep saying it's going to open any day now. So by the time we go in April, fingers crossed, it should be open. Maybe that'll be any day now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What do you want to change? Which attraction? So this is, this is difficult for me. So I'm going to say update. Mm-hmm. And by update, I mean move. Okay. And I, th- I think Star Tours needs to be moved to Galaxy's Edge now. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I wondered how they would keep one Star Wars ride in Tomorrowland with the rest of Star Wars at Galaxy's Edge. Like, it didn't make sense. But maybe because it's the different characters, where Batu is like, you know, the the later episodes, you know what I mean? With those new characters, whereas Star Tours is the older character. That's true. I mean, the Star Tours is lucky. It was on my burn it section, but I bumped it up. It just said, how about we either move it or just, I wouldn't say update it because they have been updating it and I just, you still don't not like a fan. It. Yeah. No, but I, I won't say burn it because I know a lot of people cherish it. I will yeah. say that also Buzz Lightyear could use an update. Yeah. No, I agree. Just a little bit more accurate, you know, fix all those guns on Fix Sheena's all those cars. guns. Yeah. I need the guns to be fixed, please. All of them. Every single one. <laughs> All right. So my change it is actually Space Mountain. So what I want though is to take the best parts of all of the different versions of Space Mountain and have it like be one Space Mountain. Okay. Okay. So I want the Disneyland version music um, and the track because it's a faster track. It's a longer track and it's just, it's better than the one at Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But I want the two track system from magic kingdom so i want two of the awesome tracks plus i like the queue at magic kingdom it's much longer it's much more involved it has the different screens plus it has like all of those different touches from when it was first sponsored i think by rca i think Mm -hmm. it was so it has like it just has better theming in the queue and i like that and it's mostly indoors So like if it's raining or whatever, like that's the ride you can go to because it rains a lot in Florida. But I don't know if you've ever watched it. The Space Mountain at Disneyland Paris is insane. So right now they have Hyperspace Mountain, the Star Wars overlay, which I'm not a huge fan of. 
but it used to be called Space Mountain Mission 2. And what it is, is it's a launch. So it, you have shoulder straps, it launches you at the beginning and it has loops and inversions. What? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So when we get, when we're done recording, you need to go watch a ride through like a POV because first of all, it's beautiful, like on the outside, Mm -hmm. but it has a launch. So it's like much more intense. So like, I want all of that wrapped into like one, one like super ultimate space mountain. Exactly. Super space mountain. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch a video of the ride through because I'm intrigued now. Mm -hmm. You should. It looks really cool. Speaking of Space Mountain, real quick before we go to Burn It, and I think we're both on the same page here with Burn It, (laughs) but um, I have, I'm going to post a picture of it on our Instagram. I got, was I with you when I got one of those boxes of the mystery pins? And it was like, it's a little tiny, cute cute Space Mountain. Mountain Yes. Oh my God, it's my favorite. It's super super cute. cute. I think I'm going to post that. Just all this talk about Space Mountain. I'm like, I have that really cute pin with a little tiny face and he's so cute. Yes, I do love it. I do remember that. All right, Shelby, what are you going to burn? The submarine. 100% (laughs) can go up in flames and I don't care. (laughs) I don't Um, care. Yeah. Well, what would you replace it with? I really like your idea of that we talked about before. With bringing back, yes, the whole little mermaid thing. You can have all of her sisters there, and then you can have an actual shell that rises and opens up, and she's sitting there with her dingle hopper and singing. Yeah. You can have a whole meet and greet. Super magical. I love that. All right. So, my Burnet, I had two that kind of tied. So, one was the submarines, which you talked about. And I just put, because it makes me feel super claustrophobic, but also has a lack of exciting technology. Like, it's not exciting. When they redid the Nemo, like the coolest thing about it are the seagulls that say mine. Like, yes, that's my favorite part. Um, so it was tied between that and then Autopia because ugh, mm. they smell so bad. Like it smells up the whole area of the gas and it's boring and you can like smash your foot down on the pedal and you feel like you're barely moving. Right. And yeah. then like the steering wheels are so hard. You're like banging into the track. You know what I mean? Like back and forth. It's just all bad. So if they're going to keep Autopia, <laughs> they need to change it and have Tesla sponsor it. And they need to be. Yes. First, right. Yes. So you can have some and make it more futuristic, make them look like cool little bubbly future cars to where you can't like see the track, like maybe trackless ride. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they need to update it if they're going to keep it because right now it just stinks, like literally smells. And all those, all those fumes can't be good for the environment or anyone. No, so, no. Just, and I feel like that's the one ride where when I go on it, I feel like I need to douse my whole body in hand sanitizer. Like I just yes. feel like it's like dirty. I don't mm-hmm. know why. There's also like toddlers who are like wiping their snot and like licking the wheel and also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Great. Well, on that note, um, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about um, the very minimal food options that you have in Tomorrowland. Thinking about planning a dream Disney vacation? Let the Mickey Travels team help. Our services are always free. Mickey Travels, an authorized Disney vacation planner, is proud to be one of the select few travel agencies in the world that has been designated by Disney destinations with platinum earmark status. 
Mickey Travels personalizes each client's Disney vacation based on their specific needs and wants. Do you want to plan a vacation to Walt Disney World? Disneyland? How about a Disney cruise? Or maybe Alani? Or what about taking an Adventures by Disney vacation? Whatever your Disney vacation preference is, be confident knowing that you've selected the best Disney travel agency to make your vacation truly magical. If you are ready to make unforgettable Disney memories, contact me at 480-390-2571 or Sheena at MickeyTravels.com. That's S-H-E-E-N-A at MickeyTravels.com. All right, we are back to talk about the different places that you can eat in Tomorrowland. And we're going to start this by saying uh, there's not a lot of options. And they're all quick service. So none of these you have to make reservations for. None of them are super fancy. But, uh, you know, if you're hungry, it'll do the job. Mm -hmm. So we'll start at Disneyland. And they do have um, two main or actually the two only quick service places, but then they also have a couple carts. So we'll start with Alien Pizza Planet, which can I just say they took way too long to call Pizza Planet. I know. It was know. Pizza it, Port. It was red. It was red, red, reds. No, <laughs> I was going to say something. Like, it's not called the Red Rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no it's it not. called Red's Rocket Pizza Port. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I 1,000% would have remembered that if it was. No, what it was like Pizza Port, though, wasn't it? Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. And all of yeah. us were like, why? It wasn't until the whole picture. You're still laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't until the whole Pixar Pixar mm-hmm. fest that they had, like, the little banner up with the aliens that said Pizza Planet, and then they yeah. changed which we were all saying from like as soon as they had the Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters there, we were like, they need to turn this into Pizza Planet. Like, yeah. this is a missed opportunity here. So they I'm glad that they long. did. Yeah. Yeah. So Pizza Planet, of course, is quick service Italian and pizza. So they serve lunch and dinner. So they have pasta selections. Um, they have a seasonal special pasta. So just whatever, you know, it changes how sometimes the slices of pizza, the specialty flavor will change. So same with the pasta. They have a veggie pasta pasta with seasonal veggie medley, a chicken fusilli mm-hmm. with Parmesan pesto cream sauce and sun-dried tomatoes. That one sounds really good. Um, you can find the recipe for that on D23, by the way. So if you're a D23 oh. member, I did see that recipe on there. Oh, yum. Yeah. All right. I have I'll to try that with you. some. Yeah. <laughs> Some like gluten-free pasta. Probably yeah. really good. They also offer pizza by the slice or a whole pizza. Now I will say the prices for the whole pizzas, it's like 40 bucks and up for a pizza. Yeah. And it tastes like garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> their pizza, <laughs> it tastes like garbage. Their pasta, good. They have really good desserts, like their different parfaits. <laughs> but like for their main starring attraction, it it smells like, you know, when you went into like Chuck E. Cheese as a kid and it smells like pizza slash vomit, mm. you know, like from kids throwing up on rides and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a little bit, sorry. Good to know. I don't think I've ever had the pizza there, so I don't know if I will. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I have a slice of your trash guys. pizza, please. <laughs> I'm saving you guys money. Just just don't don't go there. Well, you can get pasta there. Well, if you have decided, if you tried it and you enjoy the pizza, 
if you're a unique individual <laughs> or if you're wanting to try it at all. Yeah. They offer pepperoni, um, one that's just like, it's like a mozzarella. So I think it's similar to like a margarita, mm-hmm. but it didn't say it had tomatoes or basil. So I guess not really like a margarita. It's just the mozzarella. Um, but that's how I picture it. Pizza. Oh yeah. But it's like the way they said it, it's like this, I think it's like the circles of the mozzarella. Oh, God. Not just all covered. Yeah. Um, They have veggie with seasonal vegetable blend. And then right now, one of their specials, because they did have the hamburger pizza for a while. Mm -hmm. And now it's the pastrami pizza. It has pastrami, onions, pickles, cheese, and a house sauce. That sounds gross. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. That just doesn't sound good. Like, there's some things that go on pizza and that's just, I'm sorry. I'm having really strong feelings about, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. If you're a lover of this alien pizza planet, like I'm really sorry, but you just need to reevaluate your life choices because it's just. Sheena awful. thinks it tastes like garbage. It does. <laughs> so anyways, if anyone's tried this pastrami pizza, I would like to hear any thoughts because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Pastrami doesn't belong on pizza. Sounds interesting. For sure. They have salads, which sounds like a safe choice. Mm -hmm. There's a Caesar salad, an antipasto salad, and then they have a seasonal that changes. Uh, For side, you can get a side salad or garlic bread, which I feel like garlic bread might be a safe choice too. Yes, but we also thought the tiger tail was going to be a safe choice at Bengal Barbecue and then not That's very true. And if it's the same like dough from their pizza... Maybe it's uh-huh. trash garlic bread too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if you're going to go there, just get the pasta. Like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do offer kids meals. So you can get mac and cheese, cheese pizza, and spaghetti and meatballs. And then for drinks, they have an alien ice slushy, a fountain beverages, hot cocoa, coffee, water, and then you can get an alien souvenir sipper, which I'm sure is super cute. I haven't seen I it. I do love the Toy Story aliens. They I are do. so cute. They I love during um, the Pixar Fest when they had the alien macarons where it was like mm-hmm. the green aliens and they had like this purple cream in them. I don't know what the flavor was. I heard the taste wasn't great, but they were so cute. They were. They were really cute. So for healthier options, we have the salads. And then I heard or I read somewhere that for if you're vegan, you can ask about dairy-free cheese and vegan pizza crust options. Hmm. So just double check with them, see if they're offering the dairy-free cheese. Because the source that I saw said that they have the, I think it's like the Daya brand. Oh, okay. Cheese that they can use. Mm -hmm. So I'll just double check on that. So that is it for... Pizza Planet, um, clearly Sheena's favorite place besides the turkey leg cart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have strong feelings about food. Either I really love it or it's yuck. Not good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's in my notes. It just came out the gate. It's trash. <laughs> it's just- <laughs> Garbage pizza. It tastes like feet. <laughs> I mean, it does. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I can't tell you. I don't think I've ever tried their pizza there, and now I'm not sure I ever will. So No, no you shouldn't do it. But if anyone likes it, let us know what you like about it because I'd be interested to know. All right. So our next place, we have the Galactic Grill. So this serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it is one of the park's largest dining areas. Um, You can actually see, this is the one where you can see the seating as you're walking up to Space Mountain. And -hmm. it's like the outdoor seating patio. And then they have the indoor seating as well. Which, fun fact, when I was in junior high 
and we went to Disneyland, I saw Tony Hawk and his son sitting oh, outside of the Galactic Grill. I feel like when I was passing the Galactic Grill, we saw um, one of the dance moms, like the dance girl. Yes, I have a picture with Jojo Siwa. Yeah, okay. That's who Mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, at the time I had no clue who that was. Now I do, but I was like, I have no idea. Yeah, so I thought that was a fun little fact. And of course, it was junior high, so all the boys were like, oh my God, it's Tony Hawk. (laughs) Yeah. Like losing their mind. Um, So they, for breakfast, they have breakfast burritos, breakfast sandwiches, and French toast sticks, which I've never thought to try their breakfast. Yeah, they actually have decent breakfast there. And I have to say that like, I always end up here when I'm at Disneyland. Like, I don't know, one of the meals is always at this location. Yeah. So um, I had gone, gosh, it was sometime in the winter a few years ago, and they have like a secret menu where they had like this secret burger or whatever, and you Mm -hmm. had to use a code word. So I didn't think it was going to happen because I think I saw it on like Pinterest or Instagram or something. So I went up to the counter and I was like, I have a secret word for a secret (laughs) burger. And he's like, yes, okay, I'll make that for you. But they put like French fries inside the burger. What? Like stuffed the burger or like on well, top of the burger? It was like on top. So it was like the burger okay. with different toppings with French fries and sauce and cheese. And then like, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, yeah. It was very interesting. I didn't know there were secret codes for secret burgers. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Secret, secret menu. I'm loving that. Mm-hmm. I have to make <laughs> what they would do if you like made up a word. <laughs> I was told the secret word is <laughs> slide them a piece of paper. <laughs> Sorry, nanu nanu. I don't, I don't know some pew, space pew. study. <laughs> pew pew. I would like, like ma'am, please leave. <laughs> You're not going to order. Go, get to, out of the go line. to Pizza Planet where you belong. Come <laughs> oh, and get their trash pizza. <laughs> I am trash. <laughs> Forky <laughs> should be the mascot. <laughs> and just have the sign that says I'm trash. <laughs> oh, <that's crazy. laughs> if you're not finding this as funny as we are, but <laughs> Pizza Planet. There's probably someone listening who used to be a cast member at Pizza Planet. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, or they agree. It's I mean, either they're completely heartbroken or they agree. <laughs> I would say they probably agree. Can you imagine if you had to eat Smelling that, that pizza all day? Because <laughs> you said apparently it smells like cheese pizza and vomit. So. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. I'm about to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on with the Galactic Grill. Uh, so for lunch and dinner, they have burgers, cheeseburgers. It's apparently secret menu burgers if you know the code. Fried chicken sandwiches, Ooh. veggie wraps, and chopped salads. Uh, for kids' meals, they have burgers and chicken nuggets. And then dessert options, they have some ice cream sandwiches, strawberry fruit bars, which are vegan. Um, they offer seasonal parfaits, and they coffee, tea, milk, juice, and soft drinks. So good options. It sounds like um, if you're in like a, like a sandwich burger mood, it's a good place to go. And obviously, like we've talked about before, if you're anywhere with burgers or sandwiches, always ask if they have the gluten-free buns because pretty much all places do. So if you're gluten-free, you can get um, that on a, a burger or cheeseburger on a gluten-free bun. Let's see. what's the What have you all tried at the Galactic Grill? 
Um, I feel like I always get the, like, I haven't had their breakfast, but I've heard the breakfast is good. Like I've heard Mm -hmm. their French toast sticks are really yummy. So we'll have to try that. But, um, I think all I've had there is I usually get the burgers, like burgers and fries. Yeah. Um, I can't say that I've tried maybe if they've had chicken tenders in the past, but no, I think it's usually like when I'm in the mood for a burger and fry, I know I can always go there. It's super quick. And the prices are actually really reasonable and you get a really good size portion. Like their burgers are really big. You get lots of French fries. Like you could even split the meal to be quite honest. So. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. It's been so long since I've had French toast sticks. I know. No, I, I always think some. of like back in school in the cafeteria mm-hmm. when you get breakfast and you brunch for lunch. <gasps> yes, breakfast for lunch. Which always killed me that they called it brunch for lunch. <laughs> because I'm like, brunch, brunch means breakfast is- lunch. Exactly. You should just call it brunch. Anyways. Get it together. All right. So last couple of places in Disneyland's Tomorrowland are just carts. So we have the Tomorrowland fruit cart, which offers healthy snacks, fresh fruit, pickles, and different bottled drinks. And then they, of course, have a churro cart where they do offer um, the original churros and seasonal options. And they also offer popcorn where you can get your specialty popcorn buckets, which are a huge deal for collectors. Mm-hmm. I feel like they always sell out pretty quickly. I remember that churro cart in Tomorrowland during the Halloween season. One year had um, a caramel apple churro. Oh. And it tasted like, like, you know, those suckers that are the apple, but they have the caramel around them. It tasted mm-hmm. just like that. Oh. It was like bright neon green though. So, you know, like yeah, artificial flavors, but, <laughs> but it, was, yeah, it was delicious. So, yeah. All right. So over at Disney World, they actually have quite a few options, but they still are all quick service. So Nothing super crazy. So we'll start with the smaller ones and work our way up. So Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies is located. I know. Isn't that so cute? (laughs) Um, It's located near Star Traders. And they have strawberry smoothies, chocolate milkshakes. They have soft serve ice cream and chocolate or vanilla that you can get in cups or cones. And they have this brownie sundae that looked really, really good. Um, And then they have floats where you can use either chocolate or vanilla ice cream and choose whatever soda that you want to put on top of it. And then they have soft drinks and bottled water. So if you're in the mood for ice cream and you are in Tomorrowland, I would hit up anti-gravities. So that's really what they have. They also have the cool ship, which is really cute. It's like this little rocket ship. Um, it's, it's temporarily unavailable right now during the COVID stuff. I'm not sure when they're going to bring it back, but it's like a little snack stand. And during the hot months, it has like this misting spray that comes off of it. So it's just so cute. It's like the cutest little thing. Um, and it serves churros with the chocolate dipping sauce. Mm -hmm. And I was actually talking to my friend about this the other day that the chocolate sauce there doesn't taste like chocolate. It tastes like, you know, Back in the day as a kid at Easter, when you would get like the off-brand chocolate, you know what I mean? Like, yes, right. So it's not like a good chocolate. It's like the off-brand chocolate where it has kind of a funky taste where it tastes like chocolate, but not, that's exactly what this dipping sauce tastes like. It's like chocolate trying to be chocolate. Yeah. Right. So it's not, yeah, that's exactly what it tastes like. Um, They also have Coca-Cola orange vanilla. Not sure what that is. Um, I don't know if it's like a drink with like. Is there ice cream in it? I don't really know. No, it's like a flavor of Coke. Hmm. Like, you know how they have like vanilla Coke, cherry Coke? Mm -hmm. It's an orange vanilla. Hmm. 
which Sounds is like it has lots of carbs. Yes. Um, they also have monster energy drinks. They have something called super lemonade, which is minute made lemonade with Hawaiian Island and blueberry boba balls. Ugh. Yeah. I can't handle not, boba. I'm not a boba person. No, it's the texture. It's yeah. like jelly. Yeah. Not yeah. No, no, thanks. Um, they also have fountain drinks and assorted bottled beverages. So unfortunately, like I said, this one's unavailable right now, but really it's just kind of a small stand with churros and drinks really. It sounds um, like the perfect little summer stand. Yeah. Exactly. It has like the mister and you can get a lemonade and I don't know, it sounds cute for like a little summer. It is. And it's really cute. It adds to the, the ambiance of the land and it's, it's adorable. Um, so the next one is called, um, cosmic rays, starlight cafe, and they serve lunch, dinner, and snacks. This one's located across from the mad tea party. So kind of like where fantasy land merges into Tomorrowland, And it's one where it has multiple counters. Um, but you order like the same thing from each counter and they have ample indoor and outdoor seating, like tons of seating in this location. And the highlight of this location is they have an audio animatronic lounge lizard. His name is Sunny (laughs) Eclipse. And he has his like space age piano and plays songs to where they sound like familiar songs, but he's changed the words and he's kind of like a comedian. So if you want a place to like entertain the kids while you're eating cosmic rays is a good place. Um, their menu includes chili cheese, all beef foot long hot dogs. So you can get these without chili as well. They have a spicy chicken sandwich, which is topped with bacon, sriracha, aioli, pickle slaw, and pepper jack on a brioche bun. So that, that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm, sounds really good. They have chicken strips. They also have a plant-based impossible burger. They have a bacon cheeseburger or regular cheeseburger. They have a Greek salad that you can get with or without grilled chicken strips on it. For sides, they have French fries, fresh fruit, and uh, their kids' meals include PB&J Uncrustables, chicken strips, and mac and cheese. They have a few desserts, um, including s'mores, which is actually their signature. But they also have the Cheshire Cafe Cattail because the, that little stand is closed currently mm-hmm. in Disneyland. Um, but yeah, the cattail is that puff pastry with the chocolate and drizzled with the pink and purple icing. It's just so good. Um, they also have Minute Maid Strawberry Lemonade Slushy. They have a Minute Maid Lemonade. They, this is where you can pick up your Mickey Sipper. And they have Fountain Beverages, Bottled Water, Orange Juice, Nesquik Chocolate Milk, Joffrey's Coffee, Hot Teas, and Cocoa. Well, they have Nesquik, huh? Yeah. Oh, so it's like a good brand of chocolate milk. Back in the day, I know, where it's like super thick, Yeah, you know? Like it's not liquid. It's like drinking. I was used to add way too much powder. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but they have a really good allergy-friendly menu. So they have lots of gluten-free options. And they also have the gluten-free brownie and cookies here. But they also have the egg allergy menu, the fish shellfish allergy menu, milk allergy, peanut tree nut allergy, and soy allergy. So this is kind of like when we're talking about Pinocchio Village House how they had like lots of, um, allergy options. This one has a lot of options for you as well. Um, we have the lunching pad at rocket tower Plaza, which honestly is my favorite. So this is where Cole and I got a lot of our food when we were there Uh um, because his favorite, his favorite ride is 
you know, space mountain. So we often would pass by and he needed a snack. Like we always needed a snack. So of course the perfect spot, they serve lunch, dinner, and snacks. And it's located in the center of Tomorrowland at the base of the Astro Orbiter. And it's a quick service window where you can get barbecue pulled pork sandwiches, hot dogs, a warm cream cheese stuffed pretzel, which is so good. Um, They have churros with that chocolate and quotation marks dipping sauce. They have Mickey pretzels with or without the cheese sauce. Um, They have chips. They have blue raspberry slushy, Coca-Cola slushy, soft drinks, Joffrey's coffee, bottled water, and hot cocoa. But I have to talk about this warm cream cheese pretzel for a minute because we were really hungry and they were out of whatever Cole wanted. And so I was like, just trust me, let's try this pretzel. And it doesn't have salt sprinkled on the outside. It's It almost looks like, like, I don't know what kind of seasoning or Parmesan cheese. Like it looks like it has something on the outside. I don't know what it is, but when you eat it, the cream cheese is kind of sweet. So it's like a sweet and savory snack. I don't know, but it is so, so good. Like you have Sounds to, good. Yeah. You have to try it. Like you don't even need to dip it anything because it has yeah. the cream cheese on the inside. Like it's just perfect. Um, but yeah, it's, that's not gluten-free or vegan or anything. It's just, you know, the pretzel itself good. would be, but yeah, but with, not with know, all this obviously stuff. it's stuff with cream cheese. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the last location is the Tomorrowland Terrace, which has lunch, dinner, and snacks. This location is pretty stark and very simple, and it's located to the right, right as you enter Tomorrowland. Um, this location is where the popular fireworks dessert party is held when they actually have fireworks. So that's something I've always wanted to do. So hopefully they bring back the fireworks so that we can have this cool dessert party so you can get like drinks and dessert and stuff. Cute. So yeah, that looks really fun. Um, the lower terrace seating has views of Cinderella castle, which makes it a really appealing place to eat and take some photos. It operates seasonally and currently it's serving the, um, Oh gosh, what I'm like blinking. It's not called the Harbor. Oh, Columbia Harbor house. That's what it's called. Remember we were talking about that one had a lot of really good options, but it was closed in Liberty square. Yes. They brought the menu over to Tomorrowland Terrace. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So they're serving the trio platter, which is fried shrimp, fried fish, and chicken nuggets served with hush puppies and your choice of fries or a cutie. Mm. They also have a chicken and fish platter, chicken and shrimp platter, or fish and shrimp platter. They have a chilled lobster roll sandwich with French fries that looks really, really good. Um, they have a chicken nuggets platter, fried fish platter, fried shrimp platter. They also have the plant-based Harbor salad, which is mixed greens with chickpeas, apples, candied walnuts, onions, and a vinaigrette. They have fries and hush puppies. And I heard their hush puppies are really good. If you want like a quick snack, Mm -hmm. something different, just get their hush puppies. They have a side salad with ranch, a side salad with vinaigrette. You can get a three pack of cuties. So if you just want a snack for your kiddos, you can get a three pack of cuties. Um, their kids' meals include a uh, kids' harbor salad, kids' chicken nuggets, and fried shrimp. Uh, their desserts, which we've already decided, Dan and Light and Fit Yogurt is not a dessert, nope. but you can get it there. Um, <laughs> they have chocolate or vanilla ice cream, and they also have soy-based chocolate or vanilla. They call it frozen dessert, um, oh. which is plant-based ice cream. So that's really nice. cool that they have that option. And currently, they have a Minnie Mouse chocolate chip lava cookie, which, oh my gosh, I need to try that. Oh. 
put and lava then, in anything dessert. It and really, it's I know. So the best. good. Yeah. And then of course they have assorted drinks and hot beverages. So Joffrey's coffee, tea, hot cocoa, all of that. Um, but they also do have an allergy friendly menu. So they have quite a few gluten-free options, including gluten-free chicken nuggets and the gluten-free Harbor salad. Um, they have those soy-based plant, uh, plant-based ice creams. They also have the gluten-free brownie and cookies, and then they have menu items that are the egg allergy friendly, milk allergy, peanut tree nut, and soy allergy friendly. So actually there's quite a few options for people with allergies in Magic Kingdom right now. I feel like they're really expanding their menus and having lots of options for you. So that's really good. That sounds good. I yeah. there's see where I'm already making things in my head <laughs> that I need to try <laughs> right there. What what would you try? Well for sure that pretzel. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's see. Mm, I can go without that lemonade. Well, they're closed right now, but I can go without that lemonade because the boba is just. Yeah, no boba. Um, oh, that spicy chicken sandwich. Ooh, Cosmic Rays. Yeah, that one does sound really The cool. sriracha aioli pickle slaw. I know. Yes. I'm really curious about that. Yeah. So that's on there. The cream cheese. And then I'm like, okay with the harbor. I mean, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just like, you know, seafood. Like if you're yeah. in a seafood mood, that's where you go. Yeah. But a lot of it's fried though. So you have to like fried fish, fried shrimp, you know, right. that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you do have a lot of options. Like Magic Kingdom has way more options than Disneyland. I feel like Tomorrowland is kind of your either quick lunch, quick dinner, or just like if you want a snack or whatever. Yeah. But, Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, we are done talking about the different food locations in Tomorrowland. We're going to take a very brief break and we will be back to talk about our Tomorrowland recipe. Mm. Snacks. All right. So we're super excited to share this Tomorrowland snack recipe because it's one of the things that I said I really loved when I was in Tomorrowland. And that is the Disney cream cheese pretzel that you can find at the lunching pad. So for this recipe, you will need ingredients for the pretzel and then ingredients for the cream cheese filling. So for the pretzel, you're going to need hot water, sugar, an envelope of active dry yeast. You'll need all-purpose flour, salt, nonstick cooking spray, baking soda, and one egg. And then for the cream cheese filling, it's pretty basic. You just need cream cheese, powdered sugar. Um, you'd need Mexican vanilla extract, which Shelby and I over the break, we're talking about like where, where do you find that? I'm thinking I'm going to look on Amazon because I don't think I've ever seen it at the store. So, um, and then you'll need a pinch of salt. So actually not too many ingredients, all fairly easy to find other than the Mexican vanilla. So I'm going to research that and then we can post it on Instagram where you can find it. So as far as the directions for actually making the pretzels, it's only four steps, but like Shana said, it seems pretty involved. Um, like you have to, you know, just mix the water and sugar and then let the yeast sit with it. And then they recommend using an electric mixer fitted with a dough hook. I think it's just mm-hmm. so you get that good, you know, the good like mixture kind of like needs it. Wretches it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so recommended for that. And then they recommend obviously if the dough's still sticky to add more flour because you want it to be pulling away from the bowl to get that good texture. Um, you make the frosting, which they again use with an electric mixer, but that one can be done with like a hand mixer if you're a 
cream cheese is soft enough. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the block goes like flying throughout the bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to soften it definitely. <laughs> um, but then you knead out your dough, uh, and you have to let it rise until it's doubled. So it could be about an hour, maybe longer. Um, and it's rolling out the even pieces. I found a way to get your dough to rise a little bit quicker. So Uh I set my oven to the warm setting, which is like about 170 degrees. And I will put my dough in like an oiled bowl. And then I get, um, a uh, dish towel and I get it wet to where it's like damp and I put it over the top of the bowl. And then I put that in the warm oven and it, it does a really good job. Huh? Yeah. Good to know. Just a tip to rise your dough. Little pro baker tip. Mm. Um, But after that, you roll the dough out. And then when it's rolled out is when you squeeze the cream cheese filling um, before you, you know, roll it, close the ends up, and then turn it into a pretzel shape. And then you poach them. So you fill a large pot with some water, place your pretzels and let them poach. Then you remove them and put them in the oven. So just like all of our recipes. We will be posting this on our Instagram. You can find them on the highlight reel on our page. We are at Body by Beignets. Um, Try to keep up with our recipes. I think I'm one behind. I think I have to put last week's on there, but they'll be there. Yeah. I don't think we've posted the gray stuff yet, but that one will, will get up there. But thank you so much for joining us. We are so happy you took the time to hang out with us today. And uh, like Shelby said, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Body by Beignets. That's where we will be posting recipes. We post pictures of the things that we make. And as always, if you make any of our recipes, please tag us so that we can see your recipes and we will shout you out. And uh, yeah, we're just so happy that you joined us today. Yeah. Thank you again. That means a lot. If you can, if you like our show, if you didn't get sick of us laughing too much this time, (laughs) um, give us a preferably five-star review, leave us a little note, um, subscribe means a lot. We appreciate you guys very much. It's still so crazy to us. And Sheena, what I was thinking is maybe next episode, I'm going to get on our Instagram this coming week Mm -hmm. and I want people to tell us because we see people from different countries now popping up on our simple. Is it simple cast? Mm-hmm. Um, we see a little map and we see people pop up. So I'm going to get on our Instagram at some point this week. And if you follow us on Instagram and you're one of those listeners, let us know where you're from. And maybe we'll do some some shout outs next week. Yeah, for sure. Sounds good. And and we're going to be going to Disney World in April. So if you are heading to Disney World in April, send us a DM and maybe we can uh, meet up and we can all uh, share some cream cheese pretzels together. I mean, that would be fun. Six Um, feet apart, of course, since we're still in the middle of the pandemic. (laughs) We can each get our own pretzel and we'll stand apart. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to let you eat off my pretzel, but you know. We'll we'll air cheers. Yes. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to our show, Body by Beignets, where Disney does a body good. Bye. Bye.